Hello and welcome to Shit Garbage Movies. Today we have an interview with Dave Jackson, uh, who directed the fantastic horror film Cat Sick Blues, uh, which came out in 2015, uh, which I happen to have a small cameo in as well. Um, so this is an interview with him. We talk about uh, bad movies, his career a little bit, and then we go into a little bit of conversation about Astron 6, you don't know what Astron 6 is? Well, listen to the episode to find out. Um, we're going to be talking specifically today about bad movies. And I've got a friend with me. I've got a guest. Um, he's a director. He's a writer. He's an actor. He's a creator of the cult movie review website Mondo Exploito. Uh, he's a friend. He's a lover. He's a QAnon conspirator. Uh, he's my oldest friend, and his name is Dave Jackson. Hello, Dave. How's it going? Good. I forgot about Mondo Exploito. A oh, long really? time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What was the genesis of that? Why Why did you Why did you start that website originally? Oh my god! I can't. I honestly have no memory of why I started that. <laughs> I think my friend uh, at the time. Uh, well, he's still my friend, but um, this guy Pierre, who I've worked with a lot, uh, we both used to watch um, really horrible Hong Kong movies all the time, and just used to spend ages talking about them and. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun to like just write down our, our thoughts on them, and it grew from that. Yeah. And now you're living in Osaka, uh, as am I, and uh, you've been busy making some music videos and things like that, uh, mm. short film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, I made a short film here, and yeah, recently it's just been music videos. Cool. Any plans to like uh, make something maybe more feature length or more uh, shorts that are based on your concepts or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm like the thing I'm working on now to hopefully shoot at the end of the year will hopefully be my first feature that I'm going to shoot here. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I've got to raise the money for it still. So we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah. so that's a Kickstarter jobby kind of thing. Uh, a little bit of your own I money put in. Or I not... really don't want to do a Kickstarter okay. again, but we'll see. Yeah. I might have to, but yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you, you've directed a couple of features already, right? Like uh, Just... Uh, well, like cannibals, say, does Cannibal Suburbia yeah, count or no? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's say I've done one feature. Okay, yeah. one, one, feature. one real one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One one you're happy to slap your name on. Basically. Yeah, the other one I wish I could wipe from existence. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just kind of like a fun thing to do with your mates or something, it was, right? Was there a little bit of that? That one was basically just the yeah two films I made uh, in film school. Mm -hmm. And then we shot a really terrible wraparound and then my <laughs> friend yeah and my friend put his like very tonally different short film in it as well <laughs> i remember after we like premiered that i like yeah. asked my friend like oh so do you, do you think it works like having all those together and she's like no <laughs> instantly <laughs> oh awesome awesome all right but yeah but Catsick blues i mean you're pretty proud of that right like that was uh it's hard to be proud of something th that you're that close to and right. have to think about all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but I am glad I finished it. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it, not... it's it's, a, it's an accomplishment for sure. I mean, making a feature in, in mm. kind of any kind of way is a feat in, a, in and of itself. Yeah, it was um, pretty hard to make. So, yeah, it, felt, yeah. it does feel good that it was, uh, yeah, a finished project. Yeah, yeah. kind of mm. well-received as well, right? Like, uh, you got a kind couple of, yeah. awards <laughs> for a couple of things. It's and, kind uh, of split down the middle. Like, people either 
really like it or really hate it which is, mm. is nice as well. At least yeah. you're getting a reaction either way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Fair enough. So this is basically a bad movie podcast. But what does that even mean? Like, I don't... Like, people always ask me, like, what makes a bad movie like a good bad movie? And when is it just awful and something that you kind of feel like has drained your time for an hour and a half plus? So, you know, I usually say that there's some kind of charm in how bad it is. You're kind of rooting for them but are just still flabbergasted at the choices that they make but essentially it's not something that's just mediocre and bland i think that's those kind of bad movies just kind of drain my soul i don't know is is there anything in there what what do you think yeah i'd agree with that i think yeah a bad movie has to have things that kind of blow your mind that they exist where it's like Mm. how how the hell was this like like why did they think that this could have worked (laughs) uh and yeah i would definitely much rather watch a a good kind of failure than a kind of forest gump middle of the road kind of average film (laughs) is like the worst kind of movie right right but that's kind of like mainstream mediocre but we Mm. kind of have like you know what people will deem to be bad movies so they have all the things that generally would be ticks in that category, like really low production value, really awful, hammy acting. But there's just something there that's missing that kind of makes it fun for you to laugh at it instead of just being annoyed at how lazy they were mm. with their choices. I don't know. There, There is a bit of an X factor there, I believe. But yeah, like you said, there needs to be a concept. There needs to be something to latch on to, and I think that's it. But there's this phenomenon that's been um, coming up over the past few years i'd say maybe the past decade or so um of kind of intentionally trying to dip into that world um i believe you know became quite popularized with like the the kind of grindhouse movement that happened uh with tarantino and rodriguez um even though i think rob zombie did it better um you know i think they there was an, an attempt to kind of dig up these trashy kind of very high concept movies but yeah it it it's hard when people are aware of it to make a to make a movie that doesn't feel like it's it's looking down on it or that they're kind of a, bit, a little bit too in on the joke um so the reason why i'm bringing this up is because today we're going to be talking just a little bit about uh you know a, a studio called uh, Astron Six. It's just a kind of like a it's not really a studio. It's just a group of guys basically that are huge lovers of you know trashy movies, bad movies, and um, horror, uh, sci-fi. You know the whole works. But they managed to get that balance right. Um, whereas you know I wasn't quite as impressed with like a Kung Fury or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, did, did you like that Kung Fury? What no, did you I, think? I yet I I would agree with you. I think that's to me was like the worst example of that kind of genre. I but mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I I respect that. I think for Kung Fury, there's obviously like talent has sure. gone into it and it appeals to a certain yeah. audience, but like yeah. one guy that made that movie like with like a yeah, little bit yeah. of green screen so, in his office mm, so it's, it's kind of interesting but it's yeah. imp- impressive but yeah it kind of lacks a, i don't know for me it just lacked any kind of charm and i'm mm-hmm. not quite sure what it was it's yeah. been a long time since i've seen that yeah 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 because it should tick mm. off a lot of boxes yeah yeah you know there's a lot of cool interesting things going on mm. but then just as you're watching it it just yeah it doesn't have that 
that real roughness mm. to it, and you know, like you're saying, that charm,、um, which is yeah, very very hard to acquire. I, yeah, I think actually overall, I think almost every attempt in that kind of deliberately bad or like that kind of retro fake retro genre to me doesn't really work. Like I'm thinking of like.、Uh, People really loved it. What was it called? Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like stuff like that for me yeah, just yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. work. It feels a bit too on the nose and a、mm, bit, mm, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. But yeah, Astro and Six are like the only ones I can think of that have like sort of consistently pulled pulled that off. Yeah, and you know they have and and what is the X factor? They are genuinely funny. Mm, mm, mm. Like they've got really great dark senses of humor.、Mm. There's no. Real, just kind of like throwaway ideas. Everything seems to be really what these guys love,、mm. and you know, and they work on them pretty hard, considering that they're kind of meant to be like these kind of trashy movies that were kind of straight to to video. So Astron Six, they,、um, I'm pretty sure they started making shorts, right? They were kind of doing all these short movies, which were basically trailers, which were,、uh, you know, trailers for these fake movies.、Um, And but the whole movie was kind of contained within this one trailer, and it kind of made you really want to see the movie. It was kind of like it was kind of the、um, the、uh, the the blood simple effect, you know, where they made the trailer for that film before the movie was made, and so you were super hyped and you know got a lot of、uh, funding for it. But a lot of these just stayed as trailers.、Um, but yeah, but I first found out about Astron Six actually from you. When you、uh, took me to the、um, it was a Toxic Avenger、uh, director's cut, I believe in Tokyo,、uh, it was a screening yeah, yeah, of that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And、um, and they were showing a few of their shorts,、mm, and、mm. then it was Manborg, I believe. That's right. Yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. That was very weird seeing Manborg in a Japanese cinema. <laughs> to like, yeah, like yeah. I went to the. I think yeah, we saw Toxic Avenger. But I definitely saw Manborg in Tokyo as well,、mm-hmm. and the, it, it was a double bill. Oh, it was a double bill. Yeah, it was, was? Manborg、oh, okay, then, okay. then Toxic. Yeah,、um, yeah, and it was just very funny. Like the, I don't know if you remember, but the audience was just sort of silently watching both Toxic Avenger <laughs> and、uh, yeah, and Manborg. Just like no, <laughs> I mean that's typical of a Japanese audience. Sure, sure, sure. It was just sure, very sure. funny to watch it in yeah, that context.、Yeah. And but their trailers are just so fucking、mm. good, like so 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 good. And I remember seeing Biocop, yeah, which yeah, it's it's so so good. And and then you're watching it, you're like, I'd watch ninety minutes of this, like、Mm-mm. easily watch ninety minutes of this. But they just leave it there.、Mm. I actually asked、uh, Stephen Kotansky, who、uh, directs a movie that we're gonna watch called Psycho Gorman. I asked him whether <laughs> Biocop was ever gonna become a feature,、uh, and he says, "Yeah, who knows?" But、uh, you know, it's just generally <laughs> it's not gonna get made, kind of thing. So just going through a couple of the films. So you know, they did make a couple of features. They did a movie called Father's Day,、mm. which, like, on the page, there's like really cool stuff in there,、um, great sequences. You know, it, it. I feel like they're still trying to figure out a little bit how to put together a feature because there's a, a couple of Moments where it feels like it's, you know, trying to they're trying to fill in space to kind of get it to the feature length,、uh, but a great ending. Yeah, no, just a really good ending. I it, the first time I saw Father's Day, I was really into it, and then kind of put off by the final act, which is kind of、um, that sort of green screen sequence、yeah. that goes fades. But actually, on after watching Manbog and then coming back to it and watching it a second time. 
I actually really appreciated that that sort of yeah that second half of that final act. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's a movie that works well on on repeat viewings. Okay, so, yeah, I've grown okay. to like really like that film a lot. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, you know. I think, yeah, there's a lot of cool things, but a lot of ideas definitely started there and a lot of their kind of, their figuring out how to put things together in almost like a Peter Jackson kind of way, you know, from uh, Meet the Feebles or something like He's trying to figure out how to like, uh, how to like put up, put, uh, put all the pieces together. Um, but yeah, what else? Well, so there was also Manborg that we just talked about a little bit, this kind of crazy... Uh, dystopian sci-fi thing which is, i think it's like an hour long isn't it it's like mm, pretty short yeah. yeah 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 so it's just about a feature maybe not a feature you know long short or something but mm. um everything really is turned up to maximum mm. you know like whatever they, like the australian ac- accent is turned up to max you know the mm. effects are turned up to max the gore the blood and the the bad jokes whatever mm. everything just feels like they're just trying to push it as far as they can so this is all to go to my favorite film from them, which is The Editor. Because, mm. um, you know, I'm a big uh, Giallo film fan. And again, people have tried playing around with this kind of 70s horror pastiche kind of look. And it always has, you know, one or two elements, but the whole thing just doesn't land. Whereas with the editor, I felt like it was just so spot on, like start to finish. Yeah, I love the editor so much. It's like they they do, yeah, like I think what you said before about they clearly like love, uh, you know, what they're referencing. Um, and you can really see it in the editor. Like um, they just perfectly capture like such small little details from kind of old Jalo films. Like, it's been it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember there's like a shot for shot uh, parody of New York Ripper. I don't know if you remember that with like the bit with that the old man in New York Ripper. It's like the opening scene, I right. think, with yeah. the dog with, with the hand, and it's like just like perfectly recreate it, but in this really ridiculous kind of moment. Um, yeah, and just that film is like just so entertaining from start to finish as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of, I feel like you could watch that and not know what they were referencing and still enjoy it. And I Absolutely. think that's sort of part of the yeah. part of what makes them actually mm-hmm, work mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well. But yeah, I, I really love that film. It's it's yeah. such a huge step up from like yeah, their lot the two films before yeah. that. But it, it feels yeah. like a solid movie and, and mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Like the look is down, there's you barely like I think there's only the only hole I can really poke in the, in that movie. I wonder if it's the same thing. I think. Has the La Huerta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just clearly drunk or high or something, yeah. just completely out of place. But yeah. you know, it, you got Paz de La Huerta in your movie, so yeah. And she wasn't quite the pariah that she became uh, mm-hmm. immediately after that. So <laughs> it's a bit of a shame. But Udo Kier, like killing it, and so good. you know, yeah. just such a great fun movie, and you know, combines all that great horror. With loads of great humor, you're absolutely right. You don't really need to know the giallo genre to enjoy it and, you know, really uh, really have a laugh with the movie. Um, okay, so what else? Stephen Kotansky. Did you watch The Void? Was it was that, was that the movie, The Void? Uh, yeah, I did see it, but to be honest, it I don't really remember it yeah. almost at all. I don't yeah. think it made a huge impact on me. Like, I, yeah. I definitely didn't dislike it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like. Yeah, I did feel a, 
bit disappointed, but it was like interesting from memory, but just it didn't really, yeah, like I saw it only maybe three years ago and I literally couldn't tell you a thing about it. (laughs) Same. Um, But I watched it at the cinema. I actually watched the premiere. Mm -hmm. I went to the premiere in Toronto when I was living there. Uh, and I had the filmmaker and the special effects guys, and it was kind of interesting hearing like how they did everything practically for mm. a shoestring budget, but that is very much a straight up horror film. Mm. There's like maybe a couple of winks, but it's not really an Astron Six film. It's more just a Stephen mm. Katansky film. Um, but the movie we're gonna watch today is kind of in an Astron Six vein. Mm. I don't think it's an official Astron Six movie though, because mm. they they're... went defunct right yeah, last year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Did you ever see the TV show they did or the internet series? Uh, the Divorce Dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Divorce Dad. I haven't Dad. watched that yet. I oh, really? That. Yeah, yeah. I oh, you should watch that. it, man. You should mm-hmm. watch it. I remember they had banned an episode at one point. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, it's not really a spoiler. Um, Is it a spoiler? Maybe don't, don't tell me. I won't tell you. Yeah, I won't yeah, tell you. Spoil. Well, <laughs> it, it's just that they deal with some kind of organization that they go, whoa, you know, and it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. really? You know, it was just a bit of a knee-jerk reaction on YouTube's mm-hmm. part, and so it was just down for ages. <laughs> but you can get it in, in complete now. Nice. Um, and, yeah, what a great show. What a great show. Yeah, Divorce Dad. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can find it on YouTube. I think most of their stuff is mm-hmm. on their YouTube channel. You can find a lot of their trailers and uh, short films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, if you want to dig into anything with Astron 6, I'd maybe say go with the editor. Mm, that's uh, a good starting point. Yeah. My favorite of their shorts, like, I'm trying to remember the title. Maybe you can remember it. Is, it's, is it like Cool Boys or something? <laughs> cool Boys, yeah, I think that's right. Is that right. the title? I think that's right. I and think it's that's kind right. of like a sex comedy parody. And yeah, it's incredibly yeah. dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, that and is it Laser Ghost? Laser Ghost Return... Laser goes, goes to, to return to Laser Cove. Or return something? to Laser Cove, but Maybe. each laser is spelled differently. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. that one is fucking. Great yeah, well. yeah. I think they showed that as well on uh, mm. when we saw Manborg. Very fucking funny that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Biocop. Biocop's mm. definitely like a banger. Like yeah. maybe some of their shorts is a good yeah like something like Biocop's a pretty good entry point because yeah. it's very quick and you mm-hmm. can pretty easily tell whether you're gonna like their style or not after exactly. watching that. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So yeah, check out Astron Six. Um, they're no longer a thing, but the movies are of course still out there. Check out their YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, please go out and check out Psycho Gorman, which is kind of in that vein, not essentially from Astron 6, but has a lot of the Astron 6 cast Mm. uh, in it, directed by one of the Astron 6 guys. Um, So, yeah, check it out. And, uh, yeah, we will see you on the next episode. Okay, so that was the interview with Dave Jackson. Thank you so much, Dave, for doing that. Um, on this tiny, tiny podcast of ours. You can find a music video that he did for an artist called Tokyo, T-O-K-I-Y-O. And the song is Maboroshi, which is M-A-B-O-R-O-S-H-I. Um, it's a great little narrative uh, music video. And I also have a little cameo in this video. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode.